a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and uh, it's time to talk about suicide prevention. So uh, we've got a, a special coming up today, uh, Amanda Dixon, 1 o'clock today, uh, something you do not want to miss uh, as we get into this Im- important topic. So we're going to drive into that just a, a little bit. Today is Suicide National Suicide Prevention Awareness Day, and this is a, uh, a day to not only just raise awareness of the impact of, of suicide, but to really talk about all the mental health issues, whether that's anxiety, depression, uh, all of those self-harm, uh, suicide, all of those things uh, are so vital. And those are conversations that we have to have. Those are uncomfortable conversations that we have to have uh, in a better way, in a more direct way, especially with our young people. And it it uh, is something that uh, we talked about on the show yesterday. I was joined by my good friend, Counselor Jenny Howe. Uh, she works with a, a lot of young people, and uh, she understands how we need to go about this and sometimes uh, I admit, sometimes we tap dance around the conversation. We talk, we tap dance around labeling it, talking about it, naming it as suicide. And uh, she talks about why that is so important. So here's uh, Jenny Howe from yesterday's show uh, talking about kids' suicide and the need to have direct, significant conversations. You know, the most important thing is to not be afraid to talk about the word suicide, yeah. um, to give it a name, to have that be something that we're not afraid to say or bring up in our home. You know, it's always really shocking for parents when I talk with parents about children that I've been working with that have had some suicidal ideation or some suicidal thoughts. And it sounds really scary to know that your child has been talking about those things. And I can understand that being a parent myself. However, when I ask most children or teenagers that I work with, if they've had some suicidal thoughts or some thoughts of killing themselves, they are so relieved to have somebody enter that space with a conversation that gives them the freedom to then talk about it and put words to it. And research really tells us, boys, that if we can talk about suicide with people that are feeling depressed or have suicidal ideation, that that is one of the biggest preventative things that we can do is just have a conversation about it. We need to use the word. We need to talk about it and not shy away from it inside of our home. That's so important. We we have to name it, we have to label it, and then we have to address it straight up. Uh, we went a little deeper with, with Jenny yesterday uh, as we talked about, you know, stories and struggles and, and really how story can often create space because there is a an element of shame uh, that comes to those who even have thoughts of suicide, and often that creates a downward spiral. Here's what Jenny had to say. Everybody has thoughts of leaving and fantastical thoughts of thinking about, hey, if I, if I were to leave this world, things would be better. Everybody has those at one point or another. The difference is, is people that feel shame about having those thoughts hide them. They keep them secret. And you're exactly right. It starts that downward spiral of, wow, if I'm continually thinking about these things, then something must be wrong with me because nobody else feels this way. Nobody else is saying this. Nobody else talks about this. And um, when we give space 
space again to having those conversations, even with our children as young as seven and eight years old, we help them understand that we have moments that we feel this way, but that doesn't have to be forever. We give so much empowerment to people when we allow them to talk about that because it allows that emotion to move through them and they can begin to feel like, okay, it's not always going to feel this way. Or this person felt this way and and they're telling me their story and they're sharing this with me and and look at where they are now. Maybe that could happen for me too. Um, And, you know, there's so much de-shaming. I don't think that's a word, but I'm going to use it. (laughs) So much de-shaming that exists. In storytelling, yes. when we give each other the opportunity to share our experiences emotionally, we suddenly feel less alone, and that is really pivotal in the lives of people who are feeling suicidal. It's okay for me to feel this way, yeah, right? Because I think a lot of people that have come to me, and, and myself included, have, have felt in that space. It's, you feel ashamed of the fact that it sounds like a relief to leave this world, and it's scary to put that out there and to be vulnerable enough to have somebody accept that, that you can feel that way and still be a good person. All right. Again, that's my conversation with uh, Jenny Howe from yesterday. You can listen to that on our uh, podcast or uh, catch that on our uh, Facebook page as well. Uh, But it is so important that we do create space so that we can share those critical stories uh, because that is how we overcome the shame when people realize, okay, I'm okay. I, I felt this way. I struggled with this. Uh, and I'm okay. And because I'm okay, I need to stay here. And that is so, uh, so vital to us. As uh, I mentioned uh, throughout the program, uh, that coming up today at uh, one o'clock, uh, our own Amanda Dixon uh, will be uh, with uh, Salt Lake Behavioral Health Hospitals to raise awareness on the impact of suicide, uh, talking about all of those mental health issues. We had a chance to talk to Amanda uh, and uh, just kind of preview a little bit of what's coming up at one o'clock today. You want to make sure you're listening into this. Uh, and so as we were talking to Amanda, she shared two really important things. One, uh, you know, how do we do this? What is the best way to help someone who is contemplating suicide or who is in a dark place and struggling with that? And then what are the resources that are available? Here's what Amanda had to say. Well, we talk about suicide prevention. I mean, the first question that comes to my mind is, how do we prevent? We, meaning everyone, we, the family, the friends, we who love those who are suffering. I know when we lose someone so often, we'll hear comments like this, we had no idea. We didn't know they were suffering. So if that is so often the case, how do we go about loving or intervening or bringing help to a person who is suffering. And one of the people we'll talk to is someone who actually is on the other end of the line Mm. when you call the suicide hotline. So you call the hotline and you're in distress. What does that person say on the other end of the line? Uh, Love that. It's going to be a great hour again, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Our good friend Lee Lonsberry is uh, sharing uh, an hour of uh, his show Live Mike today and uh, graciously so. Uh, on such a vital topic. So again, Amanda Dixon uh, will be our special host with uh, Salt Lake Behavioral Health Hospital talking about suicide prevention and awareness. Uh, And if anyone is struggling, 800-273-TALK, 800-273-TALK. And Amanda's actually going to interview and talk to someone who works on the other side of that line. Uh, If you do need to use that resource and that number, 
uh, find out what that's going to be like and uh, how positive an experience that can be. Also, some other great things happening tonight. Uh, there is a uh, light a candle uh, tonight uh, for World Suicide Prevention Day. And uh, also just make sure as you're communicating today, we want to communicate hope. Uh, because I believe there's a lot of it out there, regardless of where you are, regardless of what you're feeling, regardless of how dark or discouraging or tough today may feel, there is hope. And uh, use the hashtag suicide awareness or the hashtag suicide prevention or hashtag healthy mind matters. Uh, all of those things uh, are a great way to connect because I believe it's the connection to people. And I think it's one of the biggest challenges we've faced in this coronavirus is the disconnection, disconnection of touch. Uh, we're not given the, the hugs and the high fives like we used to, the disconnection and isolation we feel in working from home or having school from home. Uh, I did a podcast uh, last week uh, with Kevin Guest, who's the CEO of USANA. Uh, he's written a great book, but we got to the, the therefore what portion of the program. Uh, we're asked, what do, you, what do you hope people take away from this? And interestingly, uh, he, what he hoped for was hope. It's the very word you used in the question, which is hope. I hope that people some way somehow connect to one of the things we talked about here, and it brings them an added measure of hope in their lives, especially living here in the United States. We're surrounded by so many negative messages, but there is so much hope and so much good. And I'm a believer that never in the history of mankind has there been so much good on the earth. So what I would hope they would take away from this discussion the therefore what is, wow, he did that, or I, he's talked about that, I can do that. Or yeah. I, I, I don't see myself here, but if I apply this principle, I could be there. And so it brings an added measure of hope. Uh, I love that. Uh, and again, if you want to check that out, uh, the Therefore What podcast with Kevin Guest, uh, all the right reasons. Uh, you can check that out wherever you get your podcasts or on our Facebook page as well. Uh, once again, reminder, Amanda Dixon hosting a special hour, 1 o'clock today with Salt Lake Behavioral Health Hospital, raising awareness the impact of suicide, mental health issues. Uh, stay with us. we got much more to come uh, as we move forward on this edition of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.